You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiton. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. Block from Giannis. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gillio. Joe Ostrowski here at Joe0670 on Twitter. We've got Cody Decker sitting in for Joe G. Follow Cody on Twitter at Decker6. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. And I have to wait until uh, tomorrow night, Saturday evening. We get game number five. Phoenix Suns are four-point favorites. That's uh, That's been consistent throughout the series. When the Suns are at home, they're favored by four, four and a half. When they're in Milwaukee, the Bucks are favored by four, four and a half. And it's been domination from the home teams uh, throughout the series so far. We'll see if that flips coming up tomorrow night. Uh, now joining us on the show, Sirit Sohi, NBA writer for The Ringer, uh, to talk about this series. Sirit, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Giannis, I mean, he was as impressive as Middleton with 40-plus the other night, as impressive as that was, and the Bucks tying the series. The 40-point run didn't continue, but what he did in the defensive end, I, I thought his Game 4 uh, performance was just as impressive as what we were seeing earlier in the series. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a complete game from him. He's a... Uh... He's a defensive superstar, right? Like, he is able to impact the way the game in ways that don't necessarily have to be scoring. I think he was still really aggressive getting to the rim, and a lot of what happened was due to that. It's, even if it necessarily didn't show up in his box score, um, there were putbacks, there were just, you know, wings to the opposite sides of the court, things like that, but it was all kind of built by his aggression, but the, the Suns were defending it differently. The wall was the, wall, the Giannis wall remains porous, but uh, <laughs> it was a little stronger in game four than it was in game three. So I think that was a big part of it. But he was, he's just, he's been incredibly ingress, aggressive in both of these games in Milwaukee. And that, that block was just, I mean, that was symbolic, right? Of everything that Giannis is able to, to give, uh, give, give to your defense and really what the Bucks do. Like they, they create these impossible quandaries that used to be, I think just, you know, a few weeks ago, as early as a few weeks ago, we were probably talking about how offense had overtaken defense. And then when you see a play like that, you realize that that type of impossible play is exactly how defense will, will find a way to, to react to it. Uh, but, you know, not, not everybody in the league can, uh, can get there. <laughs> like Giannis did. In fact, he's he's serious. 
Hey, sir, it's Cody Decker. I just had a question for you. I'm, I'm looking at all of these games right now, and we actually had somebody on earlier today. We're talking about even Joe even hinted at the idea of the fact that it's been such a egregious splits between home and away. Is there anything other than just the fan attendance that is creating this really egregious split? I think I think it's the same things that you get with home court advantage that are probably a little bit heightened because of the lack of finals experience on both sides. So usually I think what you get is that role players will play better at, at home. That's obviously been the case with the Suns, uh, whether that's Mikhail Bridges, um, or, you know, even their shooters just – and none of their shooters have really gotten off on the road yet. Uh, but I also think that's a little bit part of the game plan, too. It seems like they were relying a little bit more on Booker and, and, and CP. And also the Bucks just weren't really – weren't really get, letting them get open for those corner threes that they love. Uh, so I think, I think part of it is that. But, yeah, I think there's, there's obviously fan energy. Um, but it's, it's mostly just all the things that happen when you're at home versus on the road a little bit heightened. At least that's what I think. Um, they could, you know, the Bucks could come in and, and win game five and, and flip it, right? But that's why I do have the Suns winning, uh, win, winning on, on Saturday because it is, I just feel like home court advantage has been like the biggest factor in this series, just in terms of like the way, the way both teams execute. Do you think we'll get another close game like we did in game number four or uh, a blowout for the Suns? Oh, I don't think there's going to be blowouts in this series from here on out. Both these teams know each other too well. Okay. Uh, it, it feels like uh, something that has been a bit of a trend here in the series is the bounce-back performances. On the Bucks side, it's been all about the backcourt, uh, mostly Drew Holiday on the offensive end. Which Drew Holiday are you going to get and uh, we had it with Booker in the last game, even though Phoenix did lose. But in game five, it's really going to ramp up on Chris Paul after the, his five turnover game. Miscue in the final couple of moments there. Uh, which Chris Paul do you think we're going to get going back to Phoenix? That's the hardest question of the series, uh, I think. And it kind of defines the series. I think a lot of what Drew is doing to Chris, um, you know, you'll see some plays where, Drew isn't even on him, but Chris looks a little bit just, just out of it, and he's had a lot of uncharacteristic turnovers. I'm starting to wonder if that's fatigue and if that's just going to get worse throughout the series. Uh, with this particular game, they had two days off, uh, so I imagine that would help a little bit. And I think there is something to just being at home, like, you know, going back to that, like, it's also, you know, you get to see your family and actually sleep in your own bed and things like that. Um I don't know if that really necessarily impacts somebody like Chris Paul uh, at this point, but I think that what Drew is doing to him is not, it, it's, it's repeatable and it can definitely get worse. It's just like it's the kind of defense he's playing on him is something I'm like, I've ever really, ever really seen um, on Chris Paul, just in terms of like the way he's been able to wear him down. You know, we're taught, we've mentioned the splits between home and away quite a bit. And what do the Bucks need to do to actually, you know, flip it and actually take a road game? What what do they need to execute? What what adjustment in their game plan do they need to actually take a road game in this series? I think I think they need to get more consistent offense. Um, Middleton has probably been the biggest offensive difference for them between the home and uh, between the home games and the road games. Uh, so I think that's big. I think that they can get Brooke Lopez a little bit more involved in the post. Uh, maybe bring him off the bench. 
I don't know if you necessarily need to bring him off the bench yet, but he only played the first five minutes of the first quarter before they had to take him out. And then he came, came back in against the second unit. Um, and with how thin the Suns front corner is, I just feel like he can, he can really eat against those matchups on the bench in a way that he can't against Aiton. Uh, so I, I think that's, that's a point that they haven't really, they pulled it out in Atlanta, just using him in the post, but they haven't really used him since the has been healthy. Uh, and I think that might just be a good stabilizer for them. Put a little bit le- less pressure on Middleton to be the offensive. He has to be the conductor, but the creator of all the points. Because with Drew, I don't really know if you're going to be able to rely on that. I bet you, L. Daily, our guest is Siraj Sohi, NBA writer for The Ringer. You've got the Suns winning this series. So uh, taking two of three with their home court advantage. If the Suns do win it, uh, is there enough time for Booker to change minds and uh, Booker be named the NBA Finals MVP? Um, I guess it depends how they win these next three games, or if they do, or two of the next three games. Um, with the way that the series is trending, you almost feel like that would have to be the case. I don't know how many of these, you know, superhuman performances Chris Paul has left in him, so. It's definitely still possible, like, especially, they didn't win the game, but after that 42-point performance, I mean, like, the guy was just, he was in every part of his bag, right? He's so skilled that that type of performance, like, getting hot like that might not be repeated, but he can can get to those spots and get his shots again. Um, And so, I think that almost feels like what would happen. Well, here's a question for you. You got two fan bases large fan bases in both these teams, which fan base you think is more deserving or desperately needs this championship, Phoenix or Milwaukee? Oh my gosh. Um, That's a really good question. I don't want to say either is more or less deserving their post-starting franchises. (laughs) And some of the most fun stuff has just been watching, uh, watching the cutaways for the crowd. Uh, My bad. Um, I'd say... At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, look, the Bucks already have Giannis, right? I think for the Suns, this all kind of came together in a way that makes – I don't think this is a one-season experiment for them. I think CP can come back next year. They'll probably have even more chemistry. 
Um, but this feels a little bit more urgent for the Suns, uh, just as a franchise. Uh, they kind of they needed something good to happen. Um, and if they can actually have that crystallized in the championship, I think that would be really, I don't know, maybe stabilizing for them in a way that, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks have Giannis for the next, you know, five years, and this is their core, and they're really good, and they're probably going to get even better defensively. And, like, they're, they're going to be here for a while. They're going to be here for a while, right? I, I think this is probably a little bit more urgent for the Suns. Uh, Sarah, there's some other things going on in the basketball world outside of the NBA Finals. And uh, this morning, more stuff on Dame. These uh, rumors start to pop out. It seems like every couple of weeks here, uh, there's a report from True Hoop that Dame is going to request a trade in the days to come. Uh, what are some possible landing spots if that does happen? Um. I guess I guess it depends on I, I'm I'm also just kind of catching up to all the news today. Yeah. Uh, the True Hoop article I think brought up uh, brought up the Sixers, which seems like the most obvious basketball destination in terms of just they have a guy that they are trying to trade in Ben Simmons, um, and they have a need for scoring uh, in 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 the postseason and you know being able to get like the single most clutch dude over the last like five years or so. Would be would be a pretty good get for them. Um, for but like you know, if you look on Twitter and stuff so far, which I'm not saying anybody should yet really like put too much into too much stock into into this stuff. Uh, you know, I think the Lakers have popped up as a destination. Uh, the Heat, the Heat would be really interesting. I don't know exactly. It's it's so. Let me ask you this: like, yeah. what, looking at all this, all these all these trade rumors and stuff. Like, what is it that you think the Blazers want? Because that's, that to me, I mean, I think they probably do right by Dame and, and try to send him somewhere he wants to go. Uh, it just ends up happening. But, like, what is next for them? Is it just fire sale after? Like, is, is does CJ just become immediately available? Or are they going to try to retool? Yeah, you make the coaching change. Now what are you, you going to do? You, see, this is what stinks for, from the team perspective and the fans of this team or any other team in this spot. If the, the star player requests the trade, you kind of have to do it, and you know you're going to get pennies on the dollar. It's Does it even really matter what they want? I mean, I get, I guess Ben Simmons would make the most amount of sense because he's a lead at one end of the court and maybe a, a change in – um in team and city that would help him a little bit but boy you just know going in that if you're forced to make this move you're going to lose the trade yeah i think i mean just the way that superstar just how valuable superstars are that tends to be true but i also think that we have seen some good maneuvering over the last few years i mean like mm -hmm. the, the pelicans got a haul from the anthony davis trade despite the fact that there was only one place that he wanted to go to um, and I think the Harden, the Harden trade fallout, like I, that's, I don't know exactly what's going on at the, in, in the, in the Houston front office at the time, but I think it's like, it's, uh, they could have gotten a better deal is, uh, is what I'll say. Uh, so I don't know. I think, I think that you can actually get quite a bit back in return, especially now because teams are on such different parts of, of their timelines. And I think they also are more understanding of where they are too. So, you know, a team like, like the, like the Sixers, let's say, for example, um, and I'm only saying them because they're the only one I've really, really dug into yet. Mm -hmm. uh, they have, they have a lot of young guys and, you know, like you can look at Tyrese Maxey and, and, and Bible and obviously Simmons would be part of any package. 
um, and say, yeah, they could contribute right now, but they could also go and, you know, be part of a young core somewhere. And that would be a better fit for pretty much everybody involved. Right. So there's more, I think there's more opportunities like that for both sides to win now. Uh, if those first two exhibitions, people were freaking out about USA basketball. Oh, what's what's going to happen? They don't have the true five. I guess that's a hole on the team. And now you have the Bradley Beal situation no longer uh, going to the Olympics. But they're going to be fine, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got I got to level with you. I've been yeah. so deep in the finals. I haven't really been checking out these exhibition games. Uh, right. I I can see that people are freaking out about them. So I know. I'll just ask. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. I think the talent level is uh, pretty good. And and Pop is just so silly, sir. Like, people are like, see, Pop's overrated. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Sirit Sohi from The Ringer, uh, NBA right over there. Ch- make sure you check out her work. Sirit, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you helping uh, preview game number five, right? Thanks for having me. Anytime. Appreciate it. Uh, Sirit Sohi from The Ringer. I think she's right about the Suns. I think so. I believe the home court is going to continue the advantage. But were, but were you were you one of those Suns and four people? Were you oh, one no. of those guys? No, no. Uh, my pro- my projection was always Suns and six, which hmm. that's tough to pull off. I did like Suns and six. Uh, we'll see if they steal game five. You know how people flip flop these days. Then it'll be oh now the Suns are going to win their next one too. It's going to be a wrap. I completely agree with her. I do feel like this is a lot more urgent for Phoenix. She's right. Milwaukee's going to be around for years to come. I feel like Phoenix, this is like a very small window. They got this year and maybe next year, and then it's another 10-year drought before they can compete again. And Bucks fans are also Packers fans. I think you have Aaron Rodgers still. You haven't had any quarterback issues in the last couple of decades. I'm not worried about them. I don't care about yeah. them. All, all they got is the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. It's a rough go in Phoenix these days. Yeah, agree with you 100%. And that would be a terrific story if the Suns can pull this one off. Joe Ostrowski, Cody Decker, this is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, our lightning bets for this evening. Baseball is back for sure. Keep it locked in. BetQL Daily from BetQL.